Hey friends, thank you so much for tuning back into the channel. This is your host Janelle Patrocino and you are back for another episode of Strength and Struggle Podcast. Today we are going to talk about accountability and how you can use it to change your life. Essentially, accountability is getting yourself to do something that maybe you've been talking about doing or thinking about doing for a really long time. In other instances, it could also be uh, putting yourself in a position to actually continue pushing through a hard time. When it comes to accountability, I've used it for both in my own personal journey. And so today I'm excited to share a little bit more about how accountability helped me to get through some really tough times as well as some really transitional times in my life in the environment that I found myself living in, as well as the type of person that I am today. So essentially, accountability is doing something to get yourself to walk the walk. I think that it's very easy for us to have thoughts. I mean, that's what we do as human beings is we think all day long. And a lot of times we have really good ideas pop into our heads Sometimes we fall asleep and we dream and we wake up with dreams and we think about all the different things that we want to achieve in our life and where we want to be 10 years from now and where we want to go and where we want to travel and who we want to see and how we want to feel Um, because that's our intelligence. You know, we think about things all the time. But there are so many times in life when we think about things for a reason. We think about them because we yearn for them. And um, so many times, I don't know about you, but in my life, I've talked myself out of pursuing a, you know, commitment to something or something that I know would bring happiness and joy to my life because of the fear of failing or the fear of not doing it right or the fear of looking like a fool. And a lot of times I've had regrets in those situations. So in 2014, I was introduced to the company that I work for now as a health coach. And I basically was at rock bottom. And I've shared this part of my story in the past. But I knew that there were just certain things in my life that I wanted to change. And that opportunity, though it was one of the craziest things I had ever done, especially where I was in my life at that time, just ridden with anxiety, depression, frustration, exhaustion. I took on this new role as a health coach before I was even what you would call healthy. And the opportunity helped hold me accountable to becoming the best version of myself And it also held me accountable to taking positive action in other aspects of my life that had nothing to do with business. And so I want to share a little bit about that today. So as I said, I was just in a really, really bad place when I signed up to be a coach. And I think the reason why I'm choosing this topic to talk about today is because so many people have talked to me recently about how they wish that they could do what I do and they wish that they had the time freedom and the commitment to their health that I have, but they can't do it because they don't feel confident enough in where they are in their life 
to coach other people. And I think that there is this really wide misconception that the only people in the world that qualify to be a health coach or any kind of coach for that matter are the people that have their shit together. The people that are at the end of their journey, the people that have the luxurious results to share on social media and the awesome before and after photos, Um, the crazy amount of success with a business or with a career. But really, no matter what way you look at it, you know, it's not that way. It's the other way around. A lot of times people, including myself, use opportunities to hold them accountable to becoming the things that they want to be, the things that they think that they need to be before they even start. And what breaks my heart is that so many people, they choose to sit on the sidelines and they miss out on great opportunities because they're waiting to become a certain way before committing. When in all actuality, they'll never become that person that they're waiting to become until they put themselves into a situation to grow and evolve and um, be accountable to the actions that they're neglecting. So that was me. And I put myself in a position to sign up to be a health coach when I had some really serious issues of my own with my health. I, you know, was not where I wanted to be in regard to my before and after picture. Um, I was going through infertility. I had undiagnosed autoimmune disease and a bunch of other things that were really holding me back and causing this anxiety and depression. And so stepping into that role put me in the position of getting uncomfortable in my life. And for those of you that have never heard one of my favorite quotes, I've said it before in the past, nothing changes if nothing changes. It's like one of the most simplest quotes in the world, but it is so true and it's something that I live by. If nothing changes, in what you do every day, then nothing's going to change overall in your life. And so one day I just remember I was just so sick and tired of my reality. And my reality was is that I was just stuck in a really big pity party of crap. I just felt like crap. I thought like crap. And I assumed that my future would be crap um, because I just didn't feel like I was ever going to be good enough to do anything great because I just didn't feel motivated. I didn't feel energized. And so at a really weak place, I got desperate and I said, you know, what do I have to lose at this point? And don't get me wrong. Anyone that knew me in 2014, I was married. I did have a child. I was so blessed and thankful um, for my husband. We've always had a happy marriage and my daughter was the apple of my eye and still is. But I'm talking about strictly like how I felt in my own body and in my own mind. Like I just wasn't I wasn't feeling well most of the time and I was just caught up in just feeling like garbage. I just remember complaining all the time and telling myself that, you know, I know that this isn't what I'm supposed to feel like at 23, 24 years old. Um, But little did I know I had a lot of growing to do physically, emotionally, um, in my health and in my confidence. So you know, signing up at rock bottom was the best thing that I ever did because this opportunity, I truly believe, held me accountable to all of the things that matter most in my life. So let's start with the business, right? 
at the time when I started, I was working a job that I really didn't like. And it was something that I, that I literally complained about all the time because it was something that didn't bring me passion. I didn't wake up excited to go to work. And a lot of times I worked really late hours where I wasn't able to see my family and put my daughter to bed or see any of the firsts that she was doing because I was too busy working a job building somebody else's dream. And um, when I started the coaching journey, I had no experience with it. I had no experience with social media. I had no experience with network marketing. And I, I had been a personal trainer for a very short period of time, but not really the type of experience that you would you know, think one would have to start a new business. But what ended up happening is that I was provided a bunch of resources when I signed up and I got really friggin' clear on what I wanted in my life. And what I wanted was to be happy, healthy. And those are obvious, like happy, healthy. But what I really meant is I wanted to feel joy again. I wanted to be able to jump out of bed in the morning and keep up with my daughter And I wanted to overcome infertility. I wanted to expand our family. And at that point, it had only been, um, you know, two years of my infertility journey, but two years too long, you know. And so those were the things that I knew I really wanted. And I decided one day that I was going to do whatever the hell it took to get those things. And so I started documenting and sharing my story on social media. So I started to share what I was going through with my infertility, which to a lot of people is like, oh gosh, that is too personal. Like I would never want to put it out there and I would never want anyone to know how I feel. And I totally get you because that was me in the beginning of my infertility journey. But I want to share a different perspective today because what I was doing in the first two years of my infertility journey wasn't working. It was a lot of pitying, a lot of um, self-sabotage, a lot of taking a bunch of tests, knowing that they were going to be negative. It was a lot of, you know, just kind of waiting around. And it wasn't until I actually joined as a coach that I started to really take initiative in my infertility journey because sharing my story on social media actually um, held me accountable to staying positive. It held me accountable to keep showing up when all I wanted to do was give up. And it really connected me with other people that, not only were going through the same thing, but had knowledge that ended up helping me on my journey. So by putting it out there, I started to hold myself accountable to showing up the next day and then the next day and then the next day. Because anyone that's gone through something tough like infertility, you know that you go through a roller coaster of emotions. Sometimes you're all in and other days you just want to hide and not think about it. And I knew in my heart like I was meant to have more children and so I didn't want to give up. And by putting it out there, I gained a lot of support and love from other people and that held me accountable to keeping the faith and keeping myself hopeful. And eventually I met the right person who put pointed me in the right direction to meeting the doctor that diagnosed me with what was causing my infertility and told me, um, you know, exactly what I needed to do to change my life. And that was when I was diagnosed with celiac disease. And had I never shared my story, though it had been scary and, you know, uncomfortable and gave me the heebie-jeebies, honestly, putting it out there, um, it was a little embarrassing and, and all of that. But doing that held me accountable to taking action and to finding answers and to being present in my journey. And so eventually I met this doctor because I met the right person and she 
referred me and then he diagnosed me with celiac disease and then the cycle just kept continuing so like I had a really huge epiphany in my life around that time that like wow accountability really works and meanwhile um, I forgot to mention that I had been holding myself accountable to my health and fitness goals from home as well because anybody that is trying to get pregnant knows that you know you need to be healthy body mind and soul if you want to carry a baby and I really had some unhealthy habits when it came to my nutrition and my exercise when I first started as a coach. So I really kind of regulated and created a maintainable and realistic um, routine from home by pressing play on streamable workouts and following a portion control nutrition plan. That's the same one that I share in my community now, Um, but by sharing little tidbits of my infertility journey along with my health and fitness journey, I was able to hold myself accountable to taking positive action in my infertility, but also in my health. And they kind of went hand in hand because when I was diagnosed with celiac disease, like it was insane to me that I was going to have to live the rest of my life without gluten. Like it seemed like an unattainable goal. But again, I had to get really clear and say, okay, so this doctor is telling me that if I stop eating gluten, then I'll be able to get pregnant more than likely without infertility um, drugs and medicines, which side note, if you do have to use those things, um, there is no shame in that. Had I not found out what my true diagnosis was like if I had never found out I had celiac disease, that was the next step for us. So, um, I have no, like, I just want everyone listening that is going through infertility to know that no matter what route your doctor recommends for you, there is no shame and nothing to be embarrassed about. You are meant to be where you are in your journey. And for me, for whatever reason, I was meant to find out that I had celiac disease and kind of put the pieces to the puzzle together. I've always been one to pride myself on trying to solve the problem instead of putting a band-aid over it. So there are actually people out there going through infertility that don't have um, something that they can do to fix their infertility. Like the only option for them is infertility treatments. And for those people, I want you to know that you should never be angry at your body for that. It's not your fault. And whatever you need to do to bring your baby into this world is something to be extremely, you know, proud of and just love your body no matter what. And I'm not going to get into infertility talk today, but I just wanted to make that side note because I did get pregnant without infertility treatments, but I want everyone to know that I had nothing against them. I just really wanted to figure out what the problem was. And I did. And it was gluten. And it just seemed like another huge mountain that I was afraid to climb. So I got really clear again. And I said to myself, well, if he's telling me if I go gluten-free that I can get pregnant, then I really need to go all in. And anyone that's ever gone gluten-free or eliminated any food intolerance from their day-to-day life knows that it's damn near impossible at first to do it. It's like a work in progress. It's a daily practice. It's process of elimination and there's gluten and everything and there's soy and everything, you know, no matter what your food intolerance is, like it's hard to do. And it took a lot of patience and like faith to get through that hard time. And again, I turned to sharing what I was going through 
for accountability's sake. So I would share on social media. I would share with my friends, like, I'm going through this. If any time, like, I found out that there was gluten in something, like, I would share it with the hopes that I would inspire somebody else. And having that, like, excitement of inspiring somebody else to make the same changes that I was making gave me the strength on the hardest days to keep pushing. Like knowing that you're not alone on a journey, there is just something so liberating and special about that. And so when I started to voice these things that I was going through and started to literally tell my story, um, I gained the support and the feeling of importance. Like my story matters. Like I started to really truly feel that everything that I was going through, the infertility, the autoimmune disease, the, um, you know, all the different transitions were happening for a reason, almost as though like I needed to go through this growth process, which now I know I did, but I also am meant to like inspire other people to do it. And when you had that feeling, which remember when I first started my journey, I was at rock bottom. I was super introverted. I had no confidence. I was anxious and depressed and I was a hot mess, frankly, is now somebody that is like spreading light and sharing light and resources and experience and stories with others. I had grown so much in just a short period of time. And that was only two to three years into this like journey to a better me. And it just goes to show that a lot of times the struggles that we're going through are really just meant to bring out the best in us. And so that was another example of how accountability really helped me. I, you know, ended up going gluten-free and I ended up getting my cycle back and I ended up getting pregnant three times since then. And I've had two of those were healthy pregnancies. It's actually crazy as I'm recording this today is, um, rainbow baby day. And I have a rainbow baby all because of accountability and the fact that I really started to hold myself accountable to my life and my choices and my actions. And I really started to take responsibility instead of sitting around waiting for my life to fall into place. And I would never have had Polly, who's my little miracle boy, you know, six doctors told me that I would never be able to have another baby without uh, fertility intervention, but I was able to change my fertility around with just my diet and nutrition. And then, you know, I was led to Paul or to Vinny Thomas and he's my rainbow baby. And it's just so surreal that I started my journey when I had no business doing something like this. Like I had no confidence. And I, when I say none, I mean zero, but I learned how to create that confidence by holding myself accountable, by posting in an accountability group every single day. I started to really see myself make changes with things that I had always quit on. You know, nutrition is something that I really struggle with. And I started to see myself not even giving myself the option to quit on it anymore. I started to see myself enjoying eating healthy. I started to see myself enjoying working out and getting up early and becoming a morning person because you know what I did? I was not always a morning person, but I started posting on my Instagram stories. I'm going to start getting up every morning and pressing play, and I'm going to post a video on here every morning, um, 
to hold myself accountable to doing it. And anyone that follows me on Instagram, side note, if you don't, you should because I love spitting inspiration bright and early every day. Um, But my Instagram handle is Janelle underscore N as in Nicole underscore Petrosino, P-E-T-R-O-S-I-N-O. Follow me. Hey, girl. Um, But anyway, I post videos still to this day in 2020 um, to hold myself accountable to getting that workout in. It's not easy for me some days still. But the reason I do it is because in my mind, I'm like, dang, if I said I was going to be posting and I was going to be finishing this program start to finish, and if I don't post it, like I, I might not do it. So I utilize the platforms and the people in my life to actually put myself out there in an uncomfortable position so that I start showing up in my life. And this literally can go with like into any aspect of your life. Another way that I really have held myself accountable is through my business. You know, I told you guys in the beginning of this episode that I hated the job that I was working. And I know so many of you listeners can relate. You don't like the job you're working, but you're afraid to make a change because you're afraid you're going to fail. You're going to be afraid that you're going to regret it. But what if you live the same year 75 times and then call it a life and you look back and you have regrets how's that gonna feel right so I really took this leap of faith and I went the the route that most people you know don't go I did go to college but I don't use my degree I am I'm I run a multi-level marketing business and a lot of people had something to say about that when I first started. And a lot of people spit hate at me about, oh, you're never going to be successful. But I wanted to prove them all wrong. And so what did I do? <laughs> I held myself accountable. I started sharing that I started this business with my fr- family and friends. I started talking about my vision for my business. I started talking about what I was going to accomplish like it already happened. And that, putting it out there, in the world in, in in getting those words out of my mouth and hearing them with my own ears made it come to life and it helped me to put the walk with the talk and I think that that is the issue for so many people is you say you want something and you complain and don't take this the wrong way sometimes you need the tough love because this was me I used to complain and complain and complain and I wouldn't do anything about it. And I think that in life, sometimes we need that not-so-friendly reminder that we are entirely up to our, ourselves. You know, just because somebody else tells you that you're not going to succeed at something doesn't mean that it's true. The only person that gets to dictate whether or not it's true is you. My husband was not very, you know, he was skeptical about my business when I first started, to put it lightly. (laughs) He was always supportive, but he was skeptical. And I really wanted to prove him wrong. And so the more that I put myself out there to hit a certain goal, you know, sometimes I would tell my team, I'm going to hit this goal this month. And I would say it and I would write it down and I would put it in a place where I could see it every day. And having other people in on my goal helped hold me accountable to doing 
the things I needed to do day in and day out. A lot of times, like we don't realize that what brings us success in anything, whether it be a relationship, infertility, getting a new job, feeling a certain way, getting healthy, losing weight, whatever it may be, is hidden in the small little choices that we make every day. So it's not like, oh, just making the choice to leap into a new opportunity and build a business that's what matters. What matters is at what you do after you make that decision and you take responsibility and you make that commitment. It's what you do on the days that nobody else is around to clap for you. Nobody else is around to say, hey, you go girl, but you still show up anyway. You still put your feet on the floor when it's raining, when it's snowing, when it's windy, when you're cold, when you're tired, when you stayed up all night. Like putting the effort into your own life and taking action on the things that you want. Um, So this is something that's just obviously so powerful to me. And so just to break it down in really simple terms, My best tips for using accountability is first with your words. So when you have a goal or a dream, the more that you talk about it, the more likely you're going to be to eventually take the steps that you need to take to make it a reality. So speaking your goals, putting it out to the universe. Um, Also using other platforms for accountability. So like I said, I run literal online accountability groups. That's what it's called for my clients. And the point behind it is it's a safe place for people to post and not be judged or questioned about what they're posting and just have a safe place to kind of be and work through their fitness and nutrition struggles. And it has helped so many people. And I almost want to say thousands at this point because I've been a a coach for six years. Um, But I've seen it day in and day out, people making true change in their life because they're using accountability. You know, when it comes, let's just use your health and fitness journey for an example. Like, you know what to do. You know how to lose weight or gain weight, you know, whatever your goal is. But a lot of times you don't do it, right? Because you don't have the accountability. You don't have somebody there saying, this is what you need to do. So go do it. It, it needs to come from within. So for a lot of people, having an accountability group on their health and wellness journey is a, gr- a great way for them to find that motivation in a hard moment. So when you're a part of a group and you get 10 notifications in an hour because you see all these other people showing up, it's great accountability for you to show up too. And guess what? The more you show up in your life, the easier the hard shit is going to get. So if losing weight and lifting weights and uh, eating healthy are all things that you've always struggled with, the more that you show up and try to change those things, like I said, nothing changes. If nothing changes, the easier they will become. So, you know, I wasn't born a health and wellness coach. I wasn't born a personal trainer. I wasn't born fit. I made the decision to hold myself accountable to doing the things that I needed to do day in and day out so that eventually those things would become easier for me. Same thing with becoming a morning person. I started to hold myself accountable to taking action to get out of bed 15 minutes earlier every day until I was getting up at the time that I wanted to and then I continued to do it long enough for it to become a habit. Usually it takes about three weeks to create a new habit. So if you're in your life and you're trying new things and you're listening to this and you're like, damn, I'm already trying to do 
things that are uncomfy and I'm trying to make change. Well, maybe the only problem is you're not doing it long enough. Maybe you're only doing it until it starts to feel uncomfortable. It starts to ache a little bit, you know, like when you're doing a squat set in a workout and all of a sudden you're quadricep muscles are just shaking and you stop early because it starts to you know hurt but you know what when it starts to hurt and when it starts to get uncomfortable that's when change is happening so if you know if it's trying to pursue a new career on social media or trying to pursue a new relationship and things are just uncomfortable in this spot that you're in right now keep going you know that, that that's when the work starts and you know, a lot of people still to this day will say, I wish I could do what you do. And I look back and I say, if you would have known who I was when I first started, you wouldn't even believe me. And I just tell them, you know, don't stop telling yourself that you can't do it and just start doing it. A lot of people think like you need to have a special quality to be successful. And most of the people in this world that are successful that you look up to are not people that were born that way. They were people that created and evolved into who they wanted to be by the choices that they made every day. So if you want to do what I do and you want to be a health coach, then friggin' start today. You know, stop telling yourself that you can't. If you want to go to school and be a nurse, but you're afraid that you're not going to, you know, stick to the work that you have to do. Tell your family, tell your friends, post it on social media, post it two years from now, I'm going to be a nurse. Like whatever it takes, like do things to get you to get uncomfortable because that is where change happens. And if you continue to live in this bubble that you've created for yourself, you're going to have regrets. And I just want to remind you that things that are scary and uncomfortable and that bring about change in your life um, they're probably the things that you should be doing most. A lot of us act like we have no idea how to solve the problems in our lives and we don't have any clue how to, you know, make more money or find happiness. But really, it's because we are resistant to the things that make us uncomfortable. And a lot of times those are the things that we need. And so here's your reminder, go do the stuff that you've been avoiding Go say yes to the opportunity that you can't stop thinking about, but you're worried about what so-and-so is going to say about it. And stop putting a timeline on things. Stop telling yourself that you're only going to be successful if you achieve X, Y, and Z in a certain amount of time. No. Change your mindset and say, I'm going to do whatever the hell it takes to achieve it, even if it takes five years. Because you know what? One thing is for certain. If you're still on this earth, five years will go by. And it's going to pass anyway. So even if it took you five years to create the life that you literally dream of, what is there to lose? You're just, I mean, you're willing to stay exactly where you are, unhappy and unfulfilled because you don't want it to take five years. Don't do that to yourself. Don't ever, shame on you for putting yourself in that position to feel that type of pressure strive to become the person that you want to be and live the life that you want to live no matter what it takes. Okay? Promise? All right. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Strength and Struggle Podcast. I hope that this found you well. I hope my tough love found you well today and that you um, put this 
you know, phone down or you shut your computer and you literally just go do something, something that you know that you should do to help you to get to where you want to go because it's totally up to you. Thank you so much for your support on my podcast. If you like this episode, please share it on your Instagram and tag me. Or also, I would really appreciate you to subscribe to my channel and listen to other episodes that are up and coming or maybe some of the ones in the past that you haven't listened to. And I always would appreciate if you leave a rating and or um, share it with a friend. Thank you so much and I will see you next week.